Welcome to Thrones and Scones. It's your weekday morning podcast where we talk Game of Thrones over breakfast in a week that's just been thrown to the goddamn dogs. Uh, Because I don't know if you guys knew this, we're out of freaking episodes to talk about. We're in limbo right now. Game of Thrones Hades, where we just have to sit and watch dead people float around because there's no shows for us to watch until season eight drops on Sunday. It's so close I can almost taste it. Uh, That might be be this beer because, I mean... The illusion is dead. We're not recording this at breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tony Hans and Jeremy. That part is true. In with you here on this. When is this airing? Wednesday? <laughs> is it Wednesday? Is it Wednesday? Or are we doing? I feel like it's Wednesday. Wednesday. Let's say it's Wednesday's Wednesday. Good. And Wednesday's if it's not, good. then we just forgot what day it is. Let me uh, look outside. Oh, it's Wednesday today. Oh, what a beautiful, Wednesday. brisk Wednesday. Oh. Tony's enjoying his pre-work beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So whatever day of the week it is, we're here. We're ready to go. And uh, we have brought a guest. I didn't even ask how you wanted to be introduced. So I will let you introduce yourself, uh, Casey, so as to not spill any information you might, might not want out in the ether. Well, I usually like, like to go by uh, your your Lord and Savior. Oh, sure. That's usually yeah. how I go, or your grace. Your grace. Your gra- I like your grace. You get? Um, uh, do you do you find any any uh, you know splashback to that ever? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. It's all it's all been good, but I'm, usually I'm referred to as a bastard. But uh, Casey, <laughs> Casey, I'm, I'm Casey. What's up? No, oh, Casey is here uh, because finally oh, I decided Casey. to. Last name. Ooh, oh my gosh. Ooh, See, this is getting... Bombs. We, we've already sent like 500 stalkers Hans's way. Have you had to fend him <laughs> off with a bat Shit. at this point? No, I'm okay, actually cut. moving. That's what's Edit happening. That I'm moving, I'm moving states away for this. No, it's, I'm Hold happy on. to be here. You guys for having me on. Oh, we're so happy to, uh, to have you. Now, Casey, uh, we brought you in today because you are a, a bit of what the ladies would call <laughs> a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Now, I know a thing or two about my old Game of Thrones mythology. Uh, I, I'm not a book nerd, but I know... You kind of are a book well, nerd. because I've read them like 10 times. doesn't make me a nerd. It just makes me well-versed. <laughs> but it's well-versed. Right. Good, yeah. it good makes, on it, you. But I, it gives you the ultimate leg up on us, it, which, it does, I mean, isn't hard. It does make me watch the show with like utter disdain. Like, where the slow Lady Stoneheart? Like, come on. I'm just saying. For it's true. You- have we touched on Lady Stoneheart at all on the uh, on the Not podcast? Once. I have no idea who that is. Th- okay, Hans, is this? I mean, okay. Now that we know we have people who are listening who don't know what's going on, if you're right. if you're listening and you're planning to read the books and you don't want to be spoiled, first of all, I think you're already ruined on a lot of things because yeah. we spoil a lot of things. But I have a feeling because so many of the conspiracy theories are rooted in book things uh, that we're going to be spoiling a bit in this episode. So uh, don't go away. Just get over it, you pansy, and let the spoilers uh, wash over you. So uh, Lady Stoneheart, Casey, would you like to enlighten Hans? Uh, yeah, Lady Stoneheart. Uh, okay, so we all remember the famed Red Wedding and uh, how we lost everybody's... Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's been a while. It's been a while. Hans, Wait, do you remember the Red Wedding? Talisi. <laughs> Talisi. Okay, yeah, I think Talisi. I, I kind of remember that one. That was the... Yeah. That was the... That was the episode where Sansa was in the bed. Oh, yeah, oh, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you got okay, it. Never you got it. It lost four oh, gallons God. of blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> the red consummation. Okay. Anyway. He's, no, he's regretting uh, it already. Lady Stoneheart. Um, hottest character, by the way. Uh, <laughs> if you're into necrophilia. Mm, mm. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Interesting anyway, take. Uh, so we all remember the Red Wedding. Everybody's favorite, uh, you know, 
prom king quarterback Rob Stark gets himself uh, killed um, by my boy Roos. Peace. Anyway, uh, yeah, Lady Stoneheart, Catelyn Stark. That's the that's the alias yeah. right there. But anyway, uh, she gets killed in the books. It's way more uh, vicious. She thrashes her own face up with her nails, like they compare it to like crows scratching her face up. So she gets all messed up, gets her throat slit, and then they strip all of her clothes off and throw her in the river. And then uh, old Beric Dondarrion, Brotherhood Without Banners. Beric. 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 They, uh, <laughs> they find her uh, days later, and he uh, basically breathes his Lord of Lightness into her. Non-sexually, I think. Um, <laughs> but anyway, she comes back to life as some sort of creepy, evil, demonic uh, lady who likes to just hang, uh, hang phrase. Lady it's pretty, uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty baller. She's introduced relatively quickly after the Red Wedding. I think it's at the end of that book or at the very beginning of the next the book. The epilogue, I um, think. But she, the, in the epilogue, okay. But she's seen very sparingly. We only see her a couple times throughout the next few books, which is interesting. And I, I man, uh, but she is indeed a player. But it would have been so good. Interesting. It would have been so good on screen. I'm just saying. Well, I understand why they cut it out. I think it's. It's a lot for people to focus on. And had they brought a main character like that back to life. On TV, they wouldn't have gotten away with just bringing her in every 12 episodes for no reason whatsoever. Like, people would just be pissed. They'd be like, wait, I don't understand. Well, we would have we wanted Mr. Stoneheart. Bring me, bring me Ned back. Come on. That's true. We would have wanted yeah. Ned back. And yeah. I think in the books, uh, this does kill Beric, right? Like, Beric's I think out. it does take him out of the, out of the whole yeah. situation. But uh, so I, I like, I like Beric uh, a lot, so I'm, I'm good with it. I like uh, Thoros yeah, way more. Dope dude. Thoros. So, All right, in me. the books, can Barrack revive people? I think that's the only time yeah. he does it. He yeah, kind of passes okay. his light on. Gotcha. But uh, it does kind of oh. lead into like the season seven situation where he goes north of the wall with everybody. Like, so if that does go on in the books, right. I mean, is that similar? Is it not? He's also undead. I don't know. I feel like that whole north of the wall scene was. Strictly for one episode of <laughs> was television. Fan yeah? service bullshit. That's fair. Yeah, that, that is. No, I doubt it's that's probably not. hot pie. Yeah. They probably just switched them out with it's hot pie. Aegon <laughs> Targaryen is actually hot pie. Theory confirmed. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> we are we are touching on conspiracy yeah. theories today because for anybody who's ever visited the internet, people love Game of Thrones conspiracy theories. Now, I think this is. This is important because some of these that we're going to say sound ridiculous. Most of them are ridiculous, but the most popular Game of Thrones theory by far was officially confirmed in the last two seasons, that being that uh, R plus L equals J, the, the Rhaegar plus Lyanna equals John. John's true parentage. He is Targaryen reincarnate here to fuck shit up and... And uh, just brewed with the best of them. Uh, which, by the way, did you guys catch Kit Harrington on Saturday Night Live? Yes. I was going to bring that not. up for our conspiracy theories. <laughs> all, all that I saw was, uh, was his monologue. And uh, <laughs> it was pretty good. They did like, it, it wasn't great. It was fine. It was fine. But they did a bit where like he's taking questions from the audience and everyone just wants to know about Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, they don't care about him at all. And they start like Game of Thrones actors start popping up, and the first one's Amelia Clark, and she's like, "How does it end?" Blah blah blah. And he's like, "Amelia, you're in the you're in the show." And she's like, "Yeah, but it was so long ago, and plus, I spend 
most of the day talking to a dragon, which is just a tennis ball. <laughs> he's like, I don't know what's going on. And he's like, he's like, I can't, I can't spoil it. You know, I can't tell you, we can't talk about it right here. And she goes, Oh, okay. Hey, do you remember in season six when we had sex <laughs> and everyone laughs, which I think that's season seven, yeah. but regardless. Um, and he, he like gets awkward and he's like, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I guess <laughs> she's like, Oh yeah. Do you know they filmed that? <laughs> 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 that's pretty funny that's v- pretty good yeah. that's very similar to like the office thing they did right where like the bunch of people are asking like uh, yes who, yes yeah and that all they, wanted, all they want is all they want is for the office to come back so they're just saying like oh well when is the office coming back or like <laughs> when's the reunion and then the office members start showing up and they're like because uh, Steve Carell's up there and they're like come on you dick we need the money <laughs> <laughs> there have- you got me with one of your uh, former podcasts by the way with uh, trying to figure out what shows had a solid ending I wanted to yell at all of you uh oh yeah what please correct us yeah Breaking Bad was fucking solid that's what I said I said that it was that. good and uh, Office was pretty good Pretty good. Office was Could okay. have been better. Yeah, office was pretty good. I have tried since to think of other ones that had like a really solid ending. It's rough. Like yeah. even the best ones just seem to kind of fizzle out and shut up. Like yeah. Breaking, it's hard to end a show well. Breaking Bad really was hard. up there. I mean, like it'd be hard to almost beat that. I mean, just seeing Jesse drive. I'm gonna say it. He may have died. He may have survived. I'm not gonna spoil it. This isn't what yeah, this podcast is about. It's Thrones we, and Scones. Not Thrones and Meth. That's true. Although, Met, oh, sorry, sorry, Meth and Scones. <laughs> Wrong thing. Meth and, meth and scones? What pastry rhymes with meth? <laughs> meth, meth and meth. Meth and meth. meth. Welcome to your breakfast. Anyway, we've been for a while. Here we talk about some, meth and we oh. do meth. At this point, to be honest, no, for some reason lately, no, we just don't right, care I'm about sorry. subtleties. <laughs> <laughs> we're here. It's 4 a.m. We're on meth. <laughs> I, I confessed this to Tony the other day, and I have to confess it to you guys before we get into Please. the heavy stuff. I've been a an avid follower of Thrones and Scones. You guys, you guys have been uh, enjoying me with all of your definitely recorded in the morning, yeah, uh, podcasts and uh, <laughs> every day with that. <laughs> no, every day, no, uh, I've never had a scone. He has, yeah. Casey has never had. He catches had me at the store while I'm shopping for scone supplies, uh, and he's like, "I've never had a scone, man." And so Casey. Uh, was going to come here and record and unfortunately got a little under the weather, did the humane thing and did not infect me with his germs. And so there, you don't get to eat scones today, man. I'm sorry. Going scone, I'm a sconeless, I'm a sconeless throner. Have you had a biscuit? <laughs> Do you cookie? Are we talking no, 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 European? Just an actual biscuit. biscuit? KFC oh, style. Biscuit. I had a burrito. Yeah, it's like yeah. a burrito. That's all I've had. That's yeah. all I've had today. I don't know. <laughs> Same thing, right? No, uh, yeah, it's, it's like a burrito. It's like a burrito. That's what I describe so, him to my fellow comrades. <laughs> I'll bring the thrones. Y'all bring the scones, all right? Oh, that's We need some more throners. These these sconers here have been bringing me down for decades now. So I feel like, I feel like this is a bad slur, but we're not realizing it. <laughs> that's Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what we're terrified of. <laughs> these sconers and the throners. We just got raging throners and sconers out there. That, <laughs> they need to be represented, you know? Uh for all the sconers who might be about to tune out, Jeremy, you do have scone today. Yeah. Uh, should we just get that out of the way? Because No, I think we'll do the delicious. review later, but tease so, them. Come on. Yeah, I, I know it's been a few uh, days, but we're forgetting the, <laughs> we're forgetting the setup. Cherry almond. It is uh, 
pretty spectacular. Don't don't give me your review yet. Um, yeah, we don't want the review. You like yeah, uh, in the mouth, little mouth. No, no, yeah. it'll be at the end. <laughs> what? Uh, where's it from? Fuck, I don't even know. Mm, okay, it's, it's from somewhere. He he's he stopped caring because he's about to start making them all once yeah. we start on Sunday. And I made some today. Better actually. So. <gasps> Did you really? Oh, yeah. Shit. Made you my first tease one? Us with what what kind? Uh, well, knowing me and knowing that lemon poppy seed are the best things ever in the world for muffins, yeah, I had to make a lemon poppy seed scone. That's fair. I feel like we haven't even had one yet. I'm You've surprised. Yeah, I made one. It is nice, delicious. Where do you buy poppy seeds? And does do you have to ID? <laughs> Fresh time. And are they, no, they are they like, they are you ID trying to make NyQuil, but not for the giant bag of poppy seeds. <laughs> and I asked them, and I'll joke, I'm like, hey, are these seeds? Can I grow poppies? And they looked at me like, what? And I'm like, do we need to make a call? You're like 12, right? You don't know what poppies are. Okay, whatever. They were calling the police and shit. Exactly. Ringing them up. Yep. Like, we got a guy here. He's either about to eat some hot dogs, make some scones, or start a heroin den. <laughs> we're unsure. <laughs> he keeps winking at me as we're talking. <laughs> All right. So touching on conspiracies today. Uh, here's the thing. There are so many Game of Thrones conspiracies out there. I've assembled a few. I hope you guys have assembled a few as well of fun ones you may have heard of, ones that you might believe in. The only stipulation is, and we can, you know, I'm sure that some things are going to be pulled from the books to justify things, but they've got to be something that could happen in Game of Thrones season eight. So it couldn't be anything involving the aforementioned Lady Stoneheart because, well, maybe it could because yeah. I guess they could introduce I'm, her. They could totally introduce I'm going to be the only prick that's like going to have the whole thought process about it and I'm going to avoid it because I know y'all got an audience. I need to make sure I <laughs> cater my information to that audience. So I'm going to stick to, mm. uh, I'll bring the books in a little bit, but I'm not going to go anything with the show that wouldn't, you know, that wouldn't have shown. So it is okay. show. So. I mean, as I said, the big one has been confirmed already in the show. So I don't know. Whoever would like to take it. I mean, Casey, you're the guest. Do you have yeah, a ahead, favorite conspiracy one. theory that's like floating in the ether that you love? Um, Not a specific conspiracy theory. There's one, and I, I freaking just told you I wasn't going to carry in what the book said. And but okay, everybody's everybody's ready for Clegane Bowl, right? Indeed. Hans, you know about okay, Clegane Bowl? I mean, I, I assume it's just... The two Cleganes going at it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> you well, they're fighting. Ideally they're, they're, in a bowl fighting. full of tapioca pudding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're going at it in, in one way or another. Um, <laughs> but no, nah, there, there is one line that does come from the books that uh, brings another character into the fold. Now, I don't know if I want to really chime in on this. It's a book to show possibility. Now. Chime. Uh, in chime. the book, Bran is having a vision because Bran basically, you know, ties everything together. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that vision, he sees, uh, I believe, I can't remember exactly how it's phrased, but it's basically seeing a dog going against a man who does not have a face beneath his helm. Which in the books, instead of having a deformed face, uh, Sir Robert Strong, aka Ungregor. Uh, doesn't actually have a head, I think. I think it's just an empty hole. He doesn't, yeah. But they say in the middle of it is a blonde-haired man, I think with a golden hand. So I think Jamie's going to have a role to play somehow within the Clegane Bowl. But uh, I do believe the only way to dissipate 
Ungregor is somehow with fire, which is Sandor's biggest fear. So he's going to have to find a way to overcome that fear to defeat his brother, somehow with Jamie being involved, which I don't know. I think, How. yeah. But that's the biggest so, one for me. I think we've touched on it a little bit in uh, a couple of the past episodes. The theory that we've got is that the hound, like, lights his sword on fire, yep. tackles his fear, and then... But they they got to do it. They even lead, led up to it in the last season saying, like, with the hound straight up saying, like, you know who's coming for you. Like, you know, they, they've established yeah. that it's happening. We know they're, um, so, yeah, we knew it was coming, but I mean, yeah. like, God, this show makes us wait. I swear to God, if they just crap out, like, <laughs> seven episodes of, like, boom, boom, boom. I, mean, I don't know. So let's treat it like fact. Clegane Bowl 2020. It's happening. 2019. It's happening. Uh, Casey, what do you think happens? What do I actually think happens with the Clegane Bowl? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it goes down. Let's, let's, uh, I don't, I don't have anything from the show to justify the Jamie thing, but let's say Mountain versus the Hound. How does it, how does it go down? How does it end? Um, my prediction, um, now is this going to be based anywhere uh, on what I've seen from what we've all seen from the trailers released from tr- season eight. Sure, I do have you've a, got I do you've have got everything hints. that exists uh, out all at right. your disposal. All right, looks for the battle. It looks like the battle at Winterfell, which is going to be you know the highest cost, longest mm-hmm. fight scene ever compared to Helm's Deep and Lord of the Rings. All that you can clearly see in the trailer, Sandor am- amidst the battle. Mm-hmm. Now, do I think? Gregor Clegane's up there? I'm not sure. But I don't think it's going to be one of those, like, uh, whenever they meet, I don't think it's going to be a, a one-on-one, solo, nothing else going on, just them fight. I think it's going to be them in the midst of a big battle. I think Fire, like I said, is going to play a big part. And I believe somehow, some way, Jamie is going to contribute mm. to Sandor's use of the Fire to kill, uh, well, to kill, kill. Gregor, I guess, because he's so the mountain. Dead. The mountain goes down in the end. Mountain goes down. Sandor wins, but it's somehow through uh, Jamie helping him out and adding fire. I like to think yeah, that his hand okay. is somehow going to play a role in that. Sure, but I'm not sure how. I don't know. But that's 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 kind of my biggest biggest uh, subscribe to theory, just because the show is so. It doesn't give us a lot of context clues. It's true. Jeremy, Clegane Bowl 2019 happens. Who you got winning? Uh, I have the Hound. I think okay. that makes the most sense for me for the show. I think this happens at exit King's Landing with a sacking of King's Landing. And I think uh, the Brothers Without Banners, I think they end up helping that, uh, let's call it the Stark Army, if you will. Um, I think it helps with that. Or maybe like an invasion force. Uh, and can, I think it's... Petition, petition to call it the Stark Me. Stark Me. Um, oh, yeah. stark me. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I think it's going to be there. And I do think, uh, I think because of the connection with the Brotherhood, that is why he's able. I think that's something, you know, he's looked into the fire. He started to get that understanding of like his baby. Maybe he's seeing the role he's going to have there. I think that would be cool if they come back to that moment of like seeing him fight his brother in the fire. I think that'd be a cool way of doing it. Um, yeah. As for the whole Jamie thing. It's funny. I remember that, and I don't. I don't ever. I don't see how Jamie can have a meaningful role in that battle because who the fuck cares about what Jamie thinks between these two, right? It's the only thing that I can think of. Unless is Jamie's Gregor's, with him, is Gregor is very much Cersei's champion, 
So if this somehow plays into the Jamie's gonna kill Cersei theory, yeah, yeah, that, that's a uh, that, yeah. And there I, you go. you, you've seen a there lot. You you've seen a lot of Jamie, and you get you've seen a lot of him reacting to Gregor like, oh, what? Mm-hmm. True. I mean, it, not that that's really much of a context clue anyway, but I just yeah, no, you're right. He, there's not a lot of like lead up to think that he's going to be relevant in that situation and a lot of mine is solely based on the books but he's headed north i'm just trying to figure out what role he's going to play um yeah but you think it's happening in king's landing i'd love to see that if he doesn't die with fire though that is a giant fucking mistake for i know it's i think he's got to do it i think like that i mean for him being burned for his fear of fire for all this build-up if if there is not if he is not fucking melting this guy's skull then fuck you writers you are shit. <laughs> Hans Richard Scherenberger. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Social security number. <laughs> Give me your thoughts. What Mother's Gable. maiden name. Uh I I I think it would just be idiotic if the hound doesn't kill the mountain. Yeah. I don't know. I would be I would be upset if that wasn't the end of this long arc so i don't know where it's gonna be don't really care i just want the hound to kill the mountain and again i absolutely believe it has to do with fire somehow i'm kind of hoping he gets one of these flaming swords yeah i think he, <laughs> I think he does brothers. i guess the consensus so, of all right there is the sword hello uh, yeah dude your uh, audio went to hey. shit yeah yeah i got you now you're good okay. your no that's good like that's royally good. no i'm just gonna okay, start yeah, my good. thought I, again i wanted to understand and then I'll just cut out all of that. So, Tony, I appreciate you bringing me on the show, but I really want to hear about your take on <laughs> Gregor and Sandor and the Clegane Bull. Abs- what your thoughts are. It's a little different, I'll tell you. I'll tell you, Casey. Thanks for asking. All right. <laughs> um, I agree. The Hound's got to win. Uh, he absolutely has to do it with fire. I think the Flaming Sword thing happens because they've really been building up that whole Lord of Light arc. He's been seeing the visions in the flame. He went beyond the wall. He saw Thoros... And Beric, he saw the miracles happen. He saw the the purpose in their presence there. So I think he accepts the Lord of Light. I think he conquers his fear with the fire, flaming swords the fuck out, and kills the mountain. But I think he dies in the process. Um, and I think he, like, burns in the process. Because God, something... He's already been burned, dude. I think he will burn. Because something about, like, you know, we had that quote from Alessandra, death by fire is the purest death. I think the hound fully embracing everything, knowing that he's going to have to do something to stop the mountain, something bigger than himself, and accepting the fact that maybe this is the only reason why he's still here, that he just, he clocks out. And uh, and I think they both go down at the end. I think, I, I agree with that, because I think he's got a certain sense of atonement that he has with uh, the way he robbed that... Uh, father and daughter yeah and the, like how he felt about all that but also i've got a follow-up um i'm not gonna say it's a theory it's more of a hope oh a hope. okay so you see a hope it's it's a hope theory rebellions are built on hope i'm just saying <laughs> check this out this is how jamie plays into the role mm, okay. get ready i'm ready i'm about to break My. i'm about to break internet i'm about to make your guys's podcast just Get get, get even more go to, even go more than a million views. J- yeah. Joe Rogan, who <laughs> we're gonna double you at like fifteen people. That's not a number that can be made into a double. We're gonna like I said, we're gonna break barriers here. Um, okay. And I, I came up with this theory while y'all were talking. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Perfect. So, uh, a good active listener. 
I was listening. I, I think it was all really good. It was all very grounded. It was all very uh, yeah, flaming sword related. Y'all think yeah. Sandor's gonna die? I think you guys gotta don't have enough faith in my mushy faced friend. But uh, I, mean, I was the okay. only one who said that. Okay, so I'm 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 being animated, but you can't mm. see. But uh, you we see how see. constantly they're lighting swords on fire. They're they're lighting metal on fire. That's weird. How does metal stay on fire? Now, who has a metal hand and can play a role in the Clegane Bowl? Jamie Fulcan Lannister. I'm saying they get some flint. <laughs> we Irish. They light. <laughs> they light his gold hand on fire and they shove it up Gregor's. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> Boom! That's how he dies. <laughs> That's it. That's all I had. Sorry. <laughs> Golden hand hope. right into the ass. <laughs> it's a hope. I'm a, all for a that. Flaming I'm 100% fist. 100. Okay. That. Hans. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Great. Give Thanks me a theory. Asking. Yeah, theory. So I'm not as up on these conspiracy theories as you guys, but I I did the one thing that I do think almost has has to happen. <clears throat> From my like, what theories I would like to see is uh, Jamie killing Cersei. Yeah, Alan Carr. I feel like that's another arc that just because everything bad about Jamie is Cersei, and I feel like he's just he's got to kind of overcome that and end it in the hardest way possible for him, which would be killing Cersei. So, and I feel like he who else to do it. I mean, yeah. technically, Arya could, and it would round out a decent story. But I don't. I just that doesn't seem to fit for me. Um, I don't know if that would be a good enough payoff to end Cersei. I think it has to be Jamie. I agree. Is any is any of it based on uh, the Mag Frog scene? That would be the prophecy, Hans. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe is that what does that say? So the prophecy uh, is that weird scene that starts uh, season four, season five, whatever one we didn't like. Right, right, um, right. Where Cersei's like, oh, or they're like, you're going to have three kids. Gold will be their hair. Gold will be their shrouds. They're going to die. Blah, blah, blah. You're going to be queen until someone younger, more beautiful comes. And then it's not in the show, but we did talk about it. The fact that in the books, there is another part to that scene where they say the, I don't remember the word. You'll be vanquished by the Valonqar. Valonqar, yeah, which is like Valyrian for little brother. Well, little sibling, or little sibling. Okay. And they don't. And, but here's here's where it gets complicated. They don't see mm-hmm. your Valonqar. They see the Valonqar, which is why people think it might be Sandor. It oh. could be Arya. It could be oh. Jamie. Everybody thinks Tyrion's the obvious one, which is why you think it's not him. But I I think it totally has to be Jamie. But, I agree with you, Hans. I did see a theory today when I was going through them that says that it's going to be Arya wearing Jamie's face, <laughs> which I don't think would be uh, as satisfying at all. I think it does have to be Jamie. We've talked about Jamie being a very good tragic character, and I think unlike the Sandor thing, Jamie survives the end of this. Jamie kills Cersei, and he lives because ending out a tragic arc is like. You know, the one thing that Jamie has truly wanted this whole time is Cersei in the way that he knew her and having to not only kill her, but then live with that kind of rounds out his arc in a dark way, but in a in a nice way, in a but sense. In a good way. Yeah, in a great way. We want her dead and we want her him to kill her. We we don't want him to rape her. Well, uh, <laughs> we just want him to kill uh, her. It's not it's not just vanquished by the Valonqar. It's the Valonqar wraps their hands around her neck. Mm-hmm. And vanquishes her. Now, that's another part that goes against the Jamie theory is because it says a plural of hands. Wraps mm. 
hands around the neck. But that but, that's splitting hairs. I mean, if Jamie has a flaming golden hand. <laughs> oh God! If he uses that same hand to fist Gregor that he uses to choke Cersei, <laughs> dude, I'm good. Season eight is good for me. I'm sold. Yeah, I don't yeah, care what else choice. happens at that point. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, yeah. J- Jeremy, do you have thoughts on on Jamie killing Cersei? Is it going to happen? Yeah, uh, to be honest, I uh, I I don't know if he is going to do it or if he's going to allow it to happen. Mm. But I, I, again, I feel like that's something that just has to be there. He um, has to have a part in it. He has to, and Cersei has to die in season eight. Like I, I mean, there we oh. can talk. We can talk all kinds of theories on like who ends up on the Iron Throne at the end, and you know, and who who comes away at the end. For me, Cersei has been created in a way of of removing all that is evil in a way for by taking her out of the Game of Thrones. Um, yeah. I I did recently read something that commented uh, arguing that she has played the game the best and therefore deserved to be alive at the end. And I I don't disagree with that. I think she has played this perfectly actually through this season seven. I mean, she de- got a shitty hand dealt with her with. Uh, you know, knowing that all of her children are going to be killed. And she still rose through power, survived the, you know, fucked up, you know, uh, you know, shame moments of her life. Uh, but, um, and I don't, uh, what I don't, uh, there's some gaps for me for her character, probably why I, I don't feel like she's the complete package. Um, although <laughs> she is. Those are nice tits, by the way. We can just talk about those again. Digression. Let's get back to the point. She dies... I think Tyrion kills her. I think that's cooler because I think it's almost satisfying with her dying by Tyrion because she has a fear that he's going to do it. And I think that would just be epic. But wouldn't it be so much cooler if she doesn't in a hundred years think it's going to be Jaime? I, I, I'm with him though a little bit. I, but I think when Jaime left, I think she feels betrayed and... Probably wouldn't give a second thought to kill. It's gonna be interesting when when they see each other again. That that moment of like, okay. what is is her initial reaction gonna be? Fuck you, mountain, chop him in half. And maybe that's what that's the beginning of the clay game bowl or whatever. Is that Jamie is like, fuck, I'm gonna, I can't fucking deal with this. And the hound's like, step back, bitch. I'm going to take care <laughs> of this. This dialogue's been really solid. No, I like, I, I kind of like where you're getting yeah, at. Step I haven't back, thought bitch. about it too much. But uh, you said uh, in this last season, Cersei's uh, played the game well and done best. I mean, she lost her dad. She lost kid, kid, kid. Lost all of them. But she oh, gained the In throne. season seven exclusively. Kicks, I mean, she does kick ass in that season. She does very well to climb yeah. the ladder. But here's the, here's the only issue that... Here's why I think Tyrion might be the one to do it and why I support your theory to a degree. I'll take that as a I support you 100%. There you go. That, that's fine. That's fine. I support you 99.1%. That other percent might have a larger margin than I'm really giving it, but either way. Um, mm-hmm. But here's why I think it makes sense. Almost everything Cersei uh, had prophesized or thought or worried about happening happened. All the bad things she thought might happen to her have happened and Tyrion killing her would be the perfect uh cherry on top basically when they allude to the fact that he's probably the implied person to do it which makes people sort of second guess it and think it's going to be somebody else coming right back to him doing it would be the kind of the ultimate middle finger to everybody who thinks they're smarter than the show so i i I like that idea 
Here's why it's not going to happen. Oh. <laughs> I present for your consideration the Tyrion Targaryen theory. Oh, I was waiting for that one. I could not wait to dive into that. This is the theory that Tyrion is not the son of Tywin Lannister, but rather the bastard son of Aerys Targaryen and Joanna Lannister. Uh, as Aerys has, there are, are allude, alludations, alluding moments, alluding Allus- moments sounds allusions. way better. Allusions in the books to Aerys kind of having a thing for Joanna, insisting that she gets brought to court and things like this. Um, and if we read in, in the show and in the books, to Tywin's reactions to Tyrion, uh, in the moments, you know, it, it's meant to believe that he's just a dwarf. But then as we start to kind of hear from Euron Greyjoy in the show and from people across the sea and from Tywin himself, like, oh, you know, we, we would have just killed you if he, if he was a dwarf. And the thought is that, well, yeah, if they're treating this like a, like a, a perturbing physical and mental illness that's going to, you know, just just cause shame and cause all sorts of problems, it would make sense that Tywin would have that mentality. If it's something that killed his wife, it would make sense that it has that mentality and they would just kill him. What's the point of keeping him around? Who would blame him for doing otherwise? Everyone shits on him anyway. But if it was Joanna's dying request to Tywin, the only person who he has ever you know, re- really shown any love for or affection for, except for Shay. That scene's still stupid and shouldn't yeah, exist. Fuck that. Um, Sorry. <clears throat> uh, that, that uh, you know, that whether it was a product of, you know, non consensual union or Joanna making this mistake, that Tyrion is, in fact, a Targaryen. Tywin keeps him alive based on the last wish of his dying wife, but says things very exclusively when he's dying of you are no son of mine and uh, and going into the, this that and the other thing it would also make sense that Tyrion was able to interact with the dragons when Daenerys wasn't there a fact that or a feat that nobody but Jon has been able to accomplish thus far and um, it also kind of goes to explain there seems to be this Targaryen like instant connection um, and Danny and John are very close friends when they should be on opposite sides of things. Granted, they have some, you know, booty bump and attraction. But Tyrion and Danny are pretty quick friends as well. So I think, I don't think it's true, to be clear. But I do think that there's a fair amount of speculative uh, stuff to back it up. I've strung. Yeah, yeah, I don't hate. I don't hate that one. I uh, don't hate it. So the other thing I've heard this one before, and the other thing that I always thought was interesting, kind of watching this show the second time was that uh, one of the things uh, Tywin says to Tyrion is basically like, the only reason you're alive is because I couldn't prove that you weren't my son. Uh, Mm. And he says this, which is interesting because like, why would he say that? Like if there wasn't some sort of like reason for him to believe that it wasn't his son, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's kind of an interesting statement, uh, interesting choice of words to kind of leave that open to possibility. So again, not that I think it actually is, but it very well could be. I wouldn't be surprised if they did it. But this is the real problem with the with the uh, the show as opposed to the books. In the books, they've really pushed this whole three heads to the dragon narrative. That has been the very much that there has to be three kind of people to, whether they're Targaryens or whatever, to ride the dragons, to really kind of push that whole thing. And now with the show killing one of them off, 
it kind of takes that away or twists it a little bit. Um, although there's conspiracy theories about Viserion as well, about Melisandre bringing him back from the dead um, so that he would be gone under the Night's King's control. I didn't make that one of the ones I wanted to talk about because they just seem like they're stretching, but they exist. J- Jeremy's mulling over a thought. Jeremy's Jeremy's thinking or checking his March Madness bracket. No, no, no. Sure. So for, I just I was just trying to think of I, a long time ago when the whole Targaryen thing uh, came out in Game of Thrones. There was a couple blogs that was like, "You're a Targaryen." No, you're a Targaryen. Everyone's a Targaryen, <laughs> Everyone. and there true. was like, and there was this a ridiculous like, well organized like tree proving this and i was just searching for it because i would love to fucking walk you through it um but no uh i don't the the whole targaryen thing for Tyrion. the reason why that doesn't work for me is because it it takes away from john being a targaryen and i feel like the show the show won't do that so that, I, I kind mean, of agree with the fact the show's not gonna throw another targaryen at us now in the book Fuck, who knows, right? I mean, absolutely, this, that could be that could be the case. Um, but in the show, I feel like that's not going to be that's not going to be a a, uh, a wow moment or whatever. And and I don't think Tyrion's character in the show needs it. He is more interesting to me the way he's going now. And yeah. and I think if he ends up on the throne, which a lot of people want him to end up on him ending up on the throne as like a birthright being Targaryen is dumb to me compared to what we are being led to believe as he, you know what he's, he could be a great ruler. Like he could be a fair, honest ruler, something that no one has offered. I mean, we're being kind of thinking maybe that Danny's that person with the way she's like, Oh, I'm going to stay and take care of these people even though I'm really shit at it and I'll leave my dragon and just disappear and be like, fuck you people. Um, <laughs> but I'm just saying, will, like, yeah. I, I feel like, uh, I feel like that takes away from Tyrion. And I mean, you know, I don't really like Tyrion. I mean, he's not my MVP every <laughs> season. Jeremy notoriously hates Tyrion. We'll, so, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll save a little bit of that. I think for the predictions episode, right? Well, who, yes. Who's going to be yes, on the throne? Yes, but, who we uh, think will oh MVP. I thought we were going to be anyway, MVPs. But anyway, the the king of tits and wine. <laughs> yes, tits and wine. The god. You show some respect. <laughs> uh, okay. Here's your here's your book boy. Bring Come on, the book, book boy. In. Um, okay, Tyrion. Uh, here's the thing. His very birth, as Tony was speaking about earlier, um, with Joanna. And uh, the Mad King Ares, Ares constantly make comments about basically the first, basically as a king's right to screw, you know, mm. yeah, basically get the get to the bride before the the main guy does. But uh, either way, he constantly made made little japes about that to uh, to Tywin, and it, it really drove Tywin insane because his father uh, Tidos was such a pussy. He let he let everybody push him around. That's why Tywin was such a hardcore badass. By like twenty one, he was like hardcore as hell. So he talks about how he can't prove that Tyrion's not his. When Tyrion was born, he wasn't born as your standard uh, Lannister, blonde hair, green eyes, uh, not a dwarf. But he was born a dwarf, and his hair was mm. to be described as a mix between Golden Lannister. 
and Targaryen white. He also was said to have had two separate colored eyes. Um, Targaryens had uh, purple eyes, dark purple. That was what they were said to have. Lannisters always, always notoriously had green. Uh, Tyrion was born with black and green. He had a black eye and a green eye. So he was all kinds of twisted up. Now his deformity is not just, <laughs> you know, random out of nowhere. Especially when you consider that families inbreed for years and years, which is something the Targaryens did for a very long time. So if you take one person who has mm-hmm. these mad characteristics and inbred genetics, they could crap out a Tyrion pretty quickly. <laughs> so the idea that he might be a secret Targaryen, <laughs> I think might be more book-related than it is show-related. It would not do as much justice in the show as it would in the book, for sure. Yeah. No, but, for sure, for sure. But but how well the, the dragons took to him, because they made sure to show scenes like the dragons take to Daenerys very well, the dragons take to Jon very well, and they were all very similar scenes. Just like with Tyrion, the dragons took very well to him. The dragon must have three heads. Maybe we're going to... I'm not saying yeah, he's going to get a dragon. I'm saying, accident. I'm saying he, if he ended up with a dragon, uh, I'd be happy. Now, I will just say, and I, I want to get to... There's a lot of theories... And I don't want to spend too much more time on this one. But I will just say, for a quick counterpoint, there is an opposite theory to this, which is that Cersei and Jaime are Targaryens. Same type of thing, Joanna having an affair with King Aerys. But it kind of serves more to the Tywin-Tyrion relationship. Tywin obviously hates this guy, but the reason he's keeping him around is not because of any last thing of his wife, any last will. It's because Tyrion's his actual only real son. And he hates him because of what he is, but he keeps him around because it's kind of his only hope because deep down, just like he doesn't want to recognize that he knows about Cersei and Jaime, he doesn't want to recognize that he knows that they're not actually his kids. Yeah, but I mean, he, he was totally ready to just send him to the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, not, I don't think there's die. a ton of validity to it, but it do, does do lo- exist. I do love your devil's advocate approach. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm, we're fair and balanced. That's what we do. I think we should really theory. we should we should really talk about who the hell who the hell is is uh Jamie's real parents because that dude does not have blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh you get you want to put forth any uh, conspiracy theories of your own here? <laughs> uh I don't have any. No. I'm going to go ahead and say uh let's make it uh who who would be old enough? Let's make it Balon Greyjoy. <laughs> oh God. And uh, Balon Greyjoy and uh, like the oldest of Walder Frey's daughters. Oh, Elena. Elena, dude. Oh, and Elena Tyrell. <laughs> yeah, that would make it good. He's definitely... No, he, he's he's a Walder Frey Elena baby. <laughs> oh, They're both no. gray. Nobody knows oh, what a weird that. night that would be. what they used to look like. Uh, all right, uh, Jeremy. That'd be the sassiest night of all time. Jeremy, give me a conspiracy theory uh, rolling around in your noggin. Okay, uh, so I'm actually going to go grand because I feel like there are so many. It'd be interesting to see what your favorite is in this. <laughs> so let's talk some faceless men because oh. Oh. that is some mind-trippy <laughs> shit in this show. True. If anyone can be anyone. So what I'm going to say um is Littlefinger was not killed. That is a very popular one no. that I've been seeing floating around lately. That this was Arya essentially fucking with Sansa 
to put herself in a position of power. Um, I mean, so Littlefinger left, whatever, went back to, you know, maybe King's Landing, whatever. But um, uh, Arya essentially created this situation where we think that Littlefinger is dead, maybe even working with Littlefinger. Um, what I liked about that entire thing, it doesn't really Littlefinger as much, is I like the fact that Arya is going to use characters we think are dead and maybe make us believe they're being brought back to life in the show when it really is just a faceless man. I Yeah, so I've heard the theory. I don't think it makes sense from the standpoint of Littlefinger because... Why would he have any reason to side with Arya? So the only you, reason I can think, think of is it? it's the one that keep him, it keeps him alive. But he could have just avoided the situation altogether if he had the you know the the foresight to do that. Oh, I think but, Littlefinger's dead. I think Littlefinger's dead. But I do think we see Littlefinger in season eight. Okay. Well, oh, her wearing his face. Yes. Or something. Don't, yeah, I could buy that. My so, if the Littlefinger thing is true and he's not dead, I hate Arya instantly. Which is a problem. Right. Uh, if Arya is turning on Sansa here, it it drives a huge wedge in Arya, who is one of my favorite characters. So that's a problem for me. Yeah, no, happen. I just... Uh, so for me, actually, this really was, if you see... Can you see Arya using... Who can you see her using in season eight as a faceless man that is going to have the most mm. kind of effect on that... that, that character that show that there's episode gotta be whatever. a big reveal because that's what i want to this is one i really want to see who's that the mountain <laughs> the mountain's face <laughs> i want to see i want to see her as the mountain i want to say pull that off this <laughs> man i know you got some tricks but there's no way in hell because <laughs> i have a conspiracy that she kills danny oh, oh i feel back that you gotta I back feel, that one up in a big i feel way. she's coming for danny because I feel like there is going to be, when John finds out he's Targaryen, there is going to be this stark Targaryen-like rift. And I feel like that... Wait, so you that, think John's been banging Arya? I think no, Arya I, wants to bang John. What? No, I'm just... No. I'm just, being, <laughs> just fucking... That's good. No. That's good. I think... Doesn't so everyone my, want to bang John? I mean, raise I mean, your hand yes. if you don't. Uh, no one's raising their hand. So I I think that John won't care about the Targaryen thing. I think that Danny will care. And that's what's going to drive the wedge. But I think just like the Jamie Cersei thing, it's got to be John that kills her to really? be yeah. No, nah, man. I feel like Arya is is going to be John's little ninja unless, assassin. Just It's got unless John gets killed. Yeah. Could be. Then unless Danny kills John and then Danny gets on the list. Yeah. That could happen. So, yeah. The theories exist. What do we think will happen? Tune in next. Uh, Rob will be joining us for our predictions episode to find out there. Hans, do you have do you have thoughts? Do you think that um, Faceless Men shenanigans are going to play in in the new I season? I think something Faceless Man is going to happen. Uh, whether it be... <clears throat> I, I, had, I think I mentioned this at the end of maybe last season that I thought maybe Arya would use Littlefinger's face to do some, do some uh, mischievous deeds in King's Landing or something. But again, that was a pretty public death. So I think Tony, you actually brought up like, how would people not have already heard that Littlefinger died with that many people witnessing it? And who knows? But I think some, I think they've got to use it somehow because Arya, you know, we've seen a couple cool kills, but that's really Arya's like 
move, yeah, no. right? That's her best move. And I want to talk about her in predictions, so I'm teasing a little bit, but I, I want to talk about on our next episode who you guys think Arya's going to kill, if anyone. Like, there's not many people left on her list. And there's not, there's a list, lot of though. real estate to make Cersei's up as far list. as, like, a lot of people are out for blood. So who? So how many of these kills are is Arya actually going to get? Uh, so I don't know. Tune in next time. But <laughs> tune in next time. I think she's got to use some faceless skills or else... I mean, really, if not, that then it was only for the Walder Frey kill. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So I think I think they'll they'll loop it in somewhere. Now, I know we've we've been tackling some pretty big ones here, but I want to just go ahead and take a deep breath and tackle one of the most serious Game of Thrones theory that I actually just came across today. Uh, it's I can't believe I didn't see it because it's so obvious. The theory is that Varys is a merman. I saw that. Hear me out. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Season, see, the, the past couple seasons or whatever, Varys sides with Danny, <clears throat> and he gets to Dorne very quickly. <laughs> Which, <laughs> and then he gets back from Dorne very quickly. <laughs> Now listen, my lord, I'm very fast. <laughs> like maybe only a person with fins could do. Um, <laughs> also, he's, he keeps talking about like who he's serving, the realm, the people, he's for the people, blah, blah, blah. But you know, he's also making decisions that kill a lot of people. So he can't be for everyone unless he's for the mer people. Because <laughs> Danny has all these dragons. They could melt the wall, flood the kingdom, and create mer heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't read that, this far that's into the, it, but I did catch the certain best things. Part of it. Do you remember? This is making. A, do you remember the content you had uh, from the show? There's one part where uh, he talks to. I can't remember what ruler it is at this point because he serves everybody, and they're like, "Oh, blah blah blah," and I'll have you thrown into the sea. And he goes, "You may be disappointed with the results." <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> like, he's he's like the big fish eat the little fish, and I keep swimming swim at you. <laughs> also, he's constantly hiding his feet. You can barely ever see his hands. Confirmed. I, I tell yeah. you what, there's a lot of theories that have a lot of less water to hold. No pun intended. <laughs> so the other, this makes sense too, because you know when he's in the brothel and the chick like reaches up his, up his, uh, goes for his uh, privates. It wasn't because there was no penis there. It was because it was very obviously a mer penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i mean that, prostitutes are familiar with mer penis so that's actually like wow i didn't expect that. <laughs> that that tiny scaly penis um i've got a i've got a, a little bit of a character that i want to really dissect with conspiracies all right grab your scalp allow me everybody has had all kinds of speculation about this character is he good is he bad is he himself or is he a bird who knows Bran, mm. let's talk mm. about that cryptic little prick. So Bran, uh, as we have established, one of my other favorite characters in both the show and the right. books, yeah. um, th there is a lot more theories pertaining to Bran from the books, um, some of which, th these are some of the conspiracy theories I actually subscribe to. So there are a lot of famous brands in the North's history Bran the Builder, who built the wall, and then others that I can't remember. 
Uh, was wasn't the the one who became in the book the Knights King a brand? His name was also Brand. The one who, the one who uh, married more or less fell in love with what was described to be a White Walker female. Correct. Um, so th- there are a weird. lot of yeah, lots of <laughs> lots of famous brands of lore. Maybe even Brand's uncle, uh, Brandon Stark. And the theory the is Stark. that Bran is all of them. That Bran is using his powers to go back. He finds a way to, I don't know if he takes over babies or whatever, but grows as these people and takes on these personas and does these things. So the fact is this that what you subscribe to? Yeah, I totally agree with the fact that really? Bran is at the very least Bran the Builder. Okay. Uh, I think Bran put up that wall for sure. I I I can definitely back that theory up. I don't think he's uh, exclusive to the Starks necessarily. Or even the name Bran, um, if you'll hear me out. Uh, I believe Bran is just a vessel for the Three-Eyed Raven. I think the Three-Eyed Raven is the uh, reincarnated constant. So, you know, if you think about it, in in the books, it explains better who the Three-Eyed Raven is when he eventually gets up there. It's uh, Brynden Rivers, a bastard from the Riverlands. But when you have Bran coming back in the show, you've got him as like, "Oh, I'm the Three-Eyed Raven. I'm not. I'm not. I can't be Lord of Winterfell because, uh, yeah." He's he's also a member of the Beatles now, apparently. Yeah, uh, I'm a member I'm of the, the Beatles. Three-Eyed Raven. I'm a, I can't I'm the be a part of Winterfell. <laughs> I'm gonna write a really good song now. Do you, oh, uh, do you want to do LSD? Do we? <laughs> we can sit and trip all day next to the wheel. Totally beach. trippy. <laughs> no, but no, that's that's honestly one of the things I subscribe to the most. I think uh, Bran has only really been uh, the Three-Eyed Raven the whole time, but I, I feel like it's a reincarnated, but also mm. simultaneous identity because they both existed at the same time. And at the same time, I'm going to say the, the show screwed up the three-eyed raven because that dude was supposed to look as hell dude was supposed to have a freaking branch growing through his eyeball but nonetheless <laughs> either way that, that's the one thing i think about and it makes me wonder when they show uh the the children of the forest shoving the mm. dragon glass into the human to create the white walkers which i almost feel like might be just a, a tv show trope um, it makes me wonder if that may have been a descendant of Bran, which makes me talk about so, the main theory that everybody has that I'm not sure how I feel about. Is Bran the Night's mm-hmm. King? So I will say the bullshit part about this theory is that the the thing that people use to justify it most often, the things that the memes that I see online are like physical uh, characteristics that Bran shares with the Night King, the armor, the nose, the facial structure, and things like that. But we know that oh, it's not dumb. actually physically Bran Stark. That's the Night King. So that doesn't hold any that water hold or any weight water. to me. Well, not, not him, him. I mean, it's it, like this is where my theory, I'm not saying he is, and this is not what I subscribe to, mm-hmm. but I do believe Bran's uh, mentality, basically his soul, more or less, is a reincarnation. I think yeah. it's a constant thing that goes into different different vessels i think it's totally possible and i think the actual good evidence for it are things like the night king bringing those chains to get the dragon like the fact that he knew to do that uh the (laughs) fact that he seems to be a step ahead of everyone you know that he has this foresight 
um, and everything. The, the fact that they slumber for years until a particular time, um, because we know they don't come with the winter, they bring the winter. So I think that there are good supporting evidences, evidences for this theory and stupid ones. Okay, but then when when Bran is in his vision and the Night King touches him, and they're like, oh my god, you've been touched by the Night King, and now they can find us. Mm-hmm. They made a, I think they made a, an HBO uh, series about that. He got touched by the Night King. <laughs> I was like, what? I waited for it. Yeah. Like the episode that did a documentary? Uh, like, I didn't watch it. So, it's leaving Night King land. Yeah, it plays into the big old theory that the Night King is a good guy. Mm, no. Which which I don't care for. <laughs> I, I just don't see him being the Night King. And I don't see... I mean, I see him as the counterbalance to all this. Um, but uh, I also see Mira killing him. I hope oh, so. interesting. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm for that. Explain. Yeah, so Mira, the entire time with her brother... Like, felt like she was doing the honorable thing with Bran. And I think if she at all senses that Bran is that that evil or, or the source of that, I feel like her revenge would be that. And yeah, that's very simplistic, but I kind of like that because mm. initially I thought, oh, Mir's got a thing for Bran. She's thinking, you're my cripple, you're my boy. Um, you're, my, you're my cripple? That's what my girlfriend calls me. Uh, well, see? <laughs> it's loving. Um, you, you're making you're making me think about a certain point, though. Okay, yeah. think about where the reeds came from. You see their father in two uh, flashback scenes. Yeah. Do you think Howlin' Reed's going to make an appearance in season eight? No, no, because here's the thing: they have so much to wrap up in season eight. If yeah. they try to make non-important characters important, they shoot themselves in the but foot. They sh- yeah. Yeah. If they try to tie the reeds in, it does the same thing as trying to make us care about Rickon when he's dying in the Battle of the Bastards. Right, it doesn't true. work because you haven't set up Screw the precedent Rickon, for it though. to he work. He was a little douche. I didn't care about him. <laughs> I'm glad that arrow hit him. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad like, he didn't like serpent. Osha. I'm glad he didn't. I'm the one person that's like, I'm glad you're in a straight line, you little prick. You needed to get shot. Look, that ground was muddy and there was a lot of like like horse hoof cl- places like you couldn't yeah. step really well so you it's just true. chose a straight line you ran okay he Everyone could yeah he, he could have torn his achilles which would have been the Good. real bitch could, move what if you oh, fell what oh, if you thanks. fell in that situation thanks, Tony. <laughs> he makes the joke because i tore both of mine last year um anyway uh also i i make that comment partially because i'm pro ramsey i am team ramsey you guys Team brought something up. Is listen, there is listen. there a whoa, whoa. team Ramsey? Listen, Get the fuck up. off our podcast. You guys, <laughs> this is the you worst guys statement ever. Asked a question a while back in the podcast, and I wanted to chime in so bad. <laughs> you guys were like, "Should have hit our email worse. up." Yeah, you should have emailed. I okay. I follow you on Instagram. I've listened to your podcast a lot. I'm I'm giving you more than about ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the world. Just kidding. That was mean. Um, no, <laughs> that's probably guys, accurate. To be yeah, fairly accurate. I'm rub it in. But uh, you guys, Olivia says, "Fuck you." you guys, you guys said, <laughs> "Who is worse, Joffrey or Ramsay?" Mm-hmm. And it was not a solid Joffrey. And I'm confused by that. How is it not? I don't mean a worse character. I mean a worse person. No yeah. worse person. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Who's worse, Joffrey or Ramsay? Ramsay. Ramsay. Ramsay's at least calculated. Joffrey's just whimsical and stupid. 
he he, yeah. he does bad things because Whim, ooh, bad things are fun. <laughs> Ramsey, he's like, I'm gonna do them because I have a reason to do them. He might do bad things, but at least he has a motivation. Joffrey's just stupid. I don't. No, I agree that I Ramsey's smarter think. and he's a better character, but he does worse. He things. does worse things. Doesn't make him a worse person. At least he has. Yes, it at does. At least he has. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely. Whoa, does. whoa, whoa, whoa! That's literally the argument you make when someone's worse. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't just go. Oh, I did bad things. I did no, worse no, things. No, That's okay. You're probably he not had a, worse a reason to me. do the bad things, whereas Joffrey did not. <laughs> no, he just did no, him he doesn't. He could. What? He, what reason? What reason did he have for his dogs to just eat that chick? Power no and intimidation. Power and intimidation. <laughs> I would have done it. I would have done it. Joffrey, are you did saying it just you would have fed the chick to the dogs, or you would have eaten the chick like a dog? I'm confused. Joffrey goes, "Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, fill this hooker full of arrows and chop this very noble lord's head off because you know why not?" Yeah. Ramsey, he's like, "I'm gonna use this for leverage, and I'm gonna you know do this for the betterment of the people around me." There's, there's uh, a, now there was I think a that case his, could be made with Roose Bolton, not Ramsey Bolton. Yes. And Hitler, probably. But oh my gosh. He wasn't a See, good this guy. Is, no, this is a great thing. Normally our guests, they make us look bad. You're making us look great. Yeah, just look. Keep digging. Just find the fucking core <laughs> of the earth. Keep going. What you'll find is I... Uh, Find something new. By the way, John, John so wait, you're, you're, wait a minute. You're saying you 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 liken Ramsey because he's like Hitler? No, I'm saying, I'm saying they're good people. They're definitely not. Wow, Tony, you're going to have to cut a lot of this. But you just said you were yeah. Team Ramsey. So, so all I'm hearing is Casey's like, no, 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 I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is Hitler had a point. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, we could probably, we might have There's, to cut there, some of this. There's definitely going to be some um, My point is, <laughs> Ramsey. Got him sweating Ramsey real bad. Ramsey is a, I like Ramsey more because his downfalls and his bad things have calculation involved. Not to say that they're good, sure. but they're okay. for a reason. Joffrey, yeah. he was just because he's a prick. Yeah. Yeah, and I could I could get behind again. I could get behind the argument that Ramsey's a better character for the show and makes more sense and is a better villain. But he's abs in my opinion, he's absolutely a worse person. Yeah, Tony, and Tony, I can think you the, cut that last part out? Record what he yeah, said yeah, before. No, I'm not going to cut it. it right before I'm not going to cut stuff. it out because it's too good. But what I will do is I will say Thrones and Scones and its guest would like to remind you that Hitler did not indeed have a point. <laughs> He didn't. And that he was a terrible person. We he make was. jokes. We mean nothing. Thank you. Uh, no, but. I mean, so here's my thing. When you're <laughs> talking about someone being worse, uh, it literally is qualified by their actions. So Ramsey does more inhumane things than Joffrey does. Doesn't matter what reason he does them, but he just does more fucked up shit. Okay, well, here's, I think- here's, here's where I'm gonna here's where I'm gonna counter that point. He does worse things, for sure. Mm-hmm. Won't disagree with that. He's way more demented mm-hmm. than Joffrey. Ramsey has a selected circle around him. This is where he's likened to Hitler. Doesn't make him okay. Doesn't make things better. <laughs> oh, we're back going back in. I'm just saying. <laughs> my point is, it doesn't make him a better person. It makes him, I guess, more interesting. It's still not good. Still not good. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, we, I'm fine with We've already okay, made that okay, point. Okay, yeah, that's Can fine. Can we just that's move fine. on? Yeah. Can we just move to But what I think goes better. against your point 
is a, is a point that we were trying to argue that Rob kind of made a good thing on, which is why Ramsey didn't shoot John instead of shooting Rick on when he could have made that shot. If Ramsey was truly tactical and doing everything for the betterment of his position, he would have shot John. He didn't because he's a fucking psychopath who wanted to toy with John um, because he's he's got that Joffrey drive in him to just play puppet master. I'm going to counterpoint that with... If he had shot John, what the hell would they have to ran after, like run after? Nothing. Why would Doesn't they, matter. Why, why, Their why whole point broken? for attacking is done. That army is screwed. Yeah. The, Just because John died? Yes. Yeah. The the battle's I, over. I think not. Rickon, if Rickon's still alive, that's not a that's not a that's not an army loyal to or the Sansa. cause. Those are wildlings Sansa. loyal to John. So you're saying the northern power struggle with Sansa was completely irrelevant? No, not at all. But I'm saying that. From well, a from a structure to stick around. I'm saying if Ramsey thought he could win the battle, but he was really trying to do everything to get the advantage, he would have taken out their commander when he had the no, shot. No, I'm I'm with you. I just I just uh, that would have been tactical. And there's a lot of times in this show where I'm like, that would be way better of an option to go with. But I, I feel like this has been the loudest episode. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry. My my no, it's great. My no. my voice is a little raspy. No, I'm sweaty. <laughs> sweaty. Yeah. I just, usually, when, I just ate a bagel. Usually, you, usually when you Tell find me. usually when you find yourself siding with Hitler, you get a little sweaty. I'm not siding, with... Tony. I need you to do a lot of cutting because I'm not siding with Hitler. Oh, uh, we'll we'll do some editing. Don't you worry. <laughs> I don't know what you guys think of Hitler, but Hitler is yeah. great. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna edit a bunch of syllables okay, of Casey so... together to be like, Have you guys read Mein Kampf? It's a great book. Okay, no, but here's okay. Here's here's where I'm gonna go ahead and make that argument. Um, someone who does something for the betterment of the people around them, even if it's bad for others, versus someone who does something bad for no other reason than just doing something bad. Who are you gonna go with? Someone who's got some sort of decent intentions, even if they're very very Mm-mm. bad practice, or someone who just does shit that's bad because like you know fuck it. Again, I think you can make that argument for Roos Bolton. Not Ramsey Bolt. No, Roos is calculated. Uh, right. I mean, Ramsey's calculated too. Roos just is a little more controlled. But the the point remains the same. For whatever, or because I have a reason. I think. Yeah, I don't. I, think I feel like almost making... in my at least the way he came off to me. And again, I didn't read books. I don't know all that stuff. But in the show, the way Ramsey came off to me was very selfish. Like it doesn't seem like he was doing anything selflessly for other people. Well, no. Yeah. So. It was more for the betterment of himself than anything. Uh, but yeah, I, I also think you're also underselling Joffrey because we don't know. I mean, Joffrey was young when he became king. If his True. power play was for everyone to think he's crazy, therefore he could keep control, that was the most brilliant power play for him to have. Interesting point. And we do learn from the uh, scenes with Arya in the theater that the world has a bit more of a white knight impression of Joffrey than yes. uh, than we do. I mean, I get, I understand your point, and I, I we've 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 killed that because um, it's wrong. <laughs> but my my thing is, you we don't get enough really for Joffrey. To, I mean, yeah, he's a psycho. We we know that they're both psycho, but Joffrey's. Being crazy could have been literally how he was going to survive in King's Landing. If mm. if everyone thought he was unpredictable and vicious and cruel, then his enemies wouldn't try to overthrow. It, what was he? What is he in the book? Like twelve? 
No, 10, that's why he that's ish. why he got killed because he was unpredictable. That's why he got killed entirely because he didn't have any motive. He was just cruel for the sake of being cruel whereas Ramsey, oh, I... he was cruel somewhat for the sake of being cruel but also somewhat for the sake of he knew he knew what people thought of him and he used that. Joffrey, he was just a douche. <laughs> I'm not I saying think, I think he used I think better. he used it. I think he used it. <laughs> but he also then lost control of it, right? He I mean, really derailed this whole yes. conspiracy theory episode. <laughs> we have to say cut us. all of this and put it into something else. <laughs> like I was waiting I was waiting for I liken him to like Mussolini. <laughs> Did you know him? He was like this Italian guy. <laughs> it's a me, a Joffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Like a spicy meatball. <laughs> oh. Don't even get me started on Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, calm, yeah, cool my body off a little bit. Who's got the next conspiracy theory? Ooh, ooh, let's see. Uh, a couple. Gable, Valencar, must be a Stark and Winterfell. The tombs, Theon, Yara, Danny, and John. What's gonna happen? What do you guys think? That's a prediction. Ooh. Sorry, wrong one. Is that a, yeah, is that a prediction, a prediction or conspiracy? I think we got to save it for a prediction, but I it ties in to is it Danny, is it John, or is it somebody else? Who if anybody is the prince that was promised? John. Yeah, I think it's John. I also John. think it's John. I think it's Tyrion. 100%. Wait, did it's you say Tyrion? it's Brienne? <laughs> no. Brienne? <laughs> no. I think it's Tyrion. Oh, Tyrion. Oh. It could be Tyrion. I like Brienne, actually. Although, now that you've said Brienne out loud, I'm going to just go with Brienne. Yeah, why not? Brienne. We're going to find out, guys, I'm a dude. Well, I think I think the, uh, the whole statement that's made about uh, how Masande says, oh, well, your translation is wrong, it's actually prince or princess, is just kind of like a red herring type thing yeah. to make us think it's Danny, when in actuality it is John. I like that. Yeah, I, mean, I will that would, say that would be smart writing. We're we're to the point right now. Obviously, we're a fair bit ahead of where the books have stopped thus far. Um, everyone in the books is just kinding to start of realize that it might be Danny instead of Stannis. No one's really yeah. picked up on the theory that it could be John yet. Although okay. John is also dead. <laughs> well, okay. So there's there's um when you look at the prince who was promised. Okay, so Rhaegar Targaryen. Mm. He, uh, this is another book illusion, sorry, but uh, he, in his uh, early 20s, I think, begins to get obsessed with uh, prophecy, and part of that prophecy mm. is the prince who was promised, and the prince who was promised name must be Aegon, which they allude later on, you know, in Game oh. of Thrones, that John is Aegon Targaryen. His name must be Aegon. Um, he was born amidst salt and smoke. Now, I don't know how that ties into uh, the Tower of, what do they call it? Tower of Joy, Joy. or something? Mm-hmm. Tower of Joy. Salt and smoke, I have no idea. Just a bloody hmm. bed with a with a guy who's got a bit of a knit accent. Um, that Just was more of an Australian bit. one. No, it was good, though. <laughs> it, it, was, it was quite good. Uh, I didn't get my Isaac Tony um Oh, I'm sorry. We had no, we had no plot. Oh, I'm just shit. saying. Yeah, I'm excited. Totally forgot. We didn't get any I was kind of going to do Morgan Freeman. <laughs> is it Morgan Freeman? <laughs> I think I tried once and it turned out to be Bane. Didn't that happen? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, right, right movie. But uh, if you try oh. to be Morgan Freeman, this is how you're gonna do it. This is how we go about being Morgan Freeman. Um, 
But no, uh, there's there's a lot of uh, specifics that go into the prince who was promised that some of those tie into Danny's origin because her like birth story makes more sense. But then uh, John, more or less, his kind of upbringing and all the things that he's done make a lot more sense. And then you tie into Azora High, and that gets way more complicated. It is, yeah, it's it's a mess. I think from the show perspective, where they're not going to try and throw in a huge curveball that's not going to make sense to people, I think it's probably John. Yeah, I think in the I, books, I think it could go differently. Can we can yeah. we all agree on something though? Like. Why didn't the show give us... If you us... start this sentence with Hitler, I swear I to God. <laughs> Why didn't the I show give us God. Rego? I wanted Rego. I think he would have rocked this whole thing. I think he would have made the Night King and the entire undead army just worthless. Now, who is Rego? Rego would have been Danny's child by Khal Drogo. Oh, oh, oh. I got you, I got you, got you. Tell me that Khal Drogo and Danny's kid this, wouldn't have just ruined yeah. the lives or un, unlives of them. Yeah, he'd been. It's true. I'm sorry, he'd been way more badass. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, so the other, I, I don't, I can't. I think we all agree, John yeah. is most likely the mm-hmm. guy, right, for that conspiracy. The other conspiracy that I've read, which to me, all it does is just make things <laughs> weirder <laughs> without any real benefit, is that Danny is actually not. The brother of Rhaegar Targaryen, or the sorry, the sister of Rhaegar Targaryen. <laughs> weird. That she's his that daughter. She's her, yeah, that she's his daughter because she makes some statement about how she doesn't remember the place she was born in and all this stuff and like thing. I don't remember. I no, just know this conspiracy I've, I've exists, heard that. which yeah. makes Stark is tied into which that. makes John and her basically half brother and sister, which only makes things stranger again without any real benefit of any reason, but. It does exist. It does exist, yes. Um, do you have a question for everybody? I kind of want everybody's take on this. Mm. It's a thought that a lot of people probably Seven haven't inches. had. Um, <laughs> okay, so, gross. <laughs> the long night. We've got, you know, Wide. Viserion's been turned, takes down the wall. The dead are on the way. They take o- Let's just say they take over all of Westeros. Nobody survives. Sure. Um, what the hell about Asos and Sethoros? I'm talking about where Danny has been the whole freaking show, and then south of that where Missandei actually came from. These are two different continents that are not tied into the mm-hmm. uh, land of uh, always winter. What like it, does the land of always winter does that expand, or is it just like a place where like ah we don't go there? That's like a bad neighborhood, or is it like yeah? So if the show is to be believed, they can't cross the. They cannot cross the sea or anything. They can't swim, nothing like that. Uh, My theory is they're not just after taking over. They're after something. They're trying to get something. And it's in King's Landing. I feel and like it's have, in King's Landing. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Oh, totally. What's agree. in? But what's in King's Landing besides King's I, Landing? There's nothing there besides like dragon skulls. I don't know. I can imagine Winterfell. I can imagine Winterfell. But King's Landing, what the hell is there? Maybe something that was taken. They've given us no right. They've given us no context for that. That's what I think. It's, it could be Winterfell. Yeah, that's true. It could be Winterfell. Um, I really don't know why. They're always talking about the tombs. Could be the yeah. The tombs is a good is a good theory if the Night King is actually a Stark. They show the tombs a lot in the trailer. They do, and that was that was kind of a a thing that got brought up online a lot. 
I have my own theories, but maybe for the predictions. Yeah, I I think that for the point of Essos and everything, uh, I think that they probably remain untouched for the most part, and they just treat Westeros like Valyria. It's just kind they of just, not a place just, you want to go. Instead of sending their stone people to Valyria, they just send their cold people over to. Yeah, they're like, oh, you gotta you gotta chill. Or maybe you know it's <laughs> unnecessary. They they bring the winter with them. Maybe they make it to King's Landing. Maybe they get enough of the globe that then the magic can like circumnavigate everything and just take over. Yeah, or or maybe like you're saying, maybe like you're saying, overcoming with that many people, making <clears throat> what's potentially you know if they if they can if the white. Uh, or if the Night King can get to that many babies, right? If he can take over everything and make all these wa- and make all these White Walkers, they could absolutely, I would think, freeze the Narrow Sea and then cross. Could be but, make a yeah. make a giant <laughs> dead human bridge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, although now not really relevant, there is dragons. Yeah, they f- freaking just fly over. Well, True. Oh, yeah, exactly. uh, another another curious thought. Um, okay, so you've got uh. Viserion, who's been converted to the undead, the, yeah. the cold undead. Indeed, you're just waiting for me to say something controversial. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. That's all right. No, um, kind of. <laughs> no, uh, been converted to the undead. But when you see him uh, spouting his flames at the wall and it's coming down in that last scene in uh, season seven, you never see actual like fire. Do you think maybe it's one of those things where it's what he's spouting out isn't actual heat or fire. It's actually something so cold that it's destructive. I think that would be a good counterbalance to the actual fire because I think part of the reason why when we see all the clips of season eight in the trailer that Winterfell is on fire, I think it's a strategic move. I think they lit a bunch of fire because they know fire is what's going to hurt the White Walkers and the Whites. So I think fire might not be the White Walkers' weapon. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, it doesn't, uh, from a standpoint of if it's still fire, why does it turn blue? <laughs> well, I mean, I think it could just be some like a manifestation of energy I think or it's, something pretty cool. It's like, uh, you know, like uh, blue fire is closer to white fire, which is hotter. Yeah. As far as science goes. But um, I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking they might use it as almost like a dry ice type situation. Like it's hot, but it's cold. Sure, but I'm wondering if they use it as sort of a destructive cool. type thing. I think that I, I honestly, that's that's one thing. If I subscribe to anything, is probably that. That's kind of a more of a prediction thing, but I think we get more dragons. You think more, more dragons. dragons? I think more dragons are. It coming. took them skeletal it took dragons them five seasons to get this big. I know, and that's where I think it's going to be interesting to see how that how that plays. But I feel like I feel like there are other dragons. And maybe maybe they're dragging eggs. Maybe that's what's in the tombs, and that's why they're coming there because the Night sure. King knows that and is like, "Hey, that's what I want." Um, but I definitely feel like the context of dragons is going to be a arc in season eight. I'm into so, it. I feel like there's not now, enough episodes. I'd love to see that. Though. That's true. There's not very many episodes. That's the that's the problem with all this is we don't know how much we're working with, how much they're going to try and shuffle Dude, in. They're cr- how much Dude, new stuff? Cramming, yeah, they're gonna have to man. clip through a fuck ton of stories just to get. And see, season seven was already too freaking heavy. Now I'm not vain enough to think that I am the first person to come up with this theory. I'm certainly not. But up until the point when I said it, and still to this, not now that I haven't googled it specifically, but I have not read it 
anywhere else. Does anybody like my conspiracy theory of Daenerys Targaryen becoming the ultimate undefeatable white? Daenerys Targaryen becoming the undefeatable white? Because she is fireproof. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, if we were going to get an undefeatable white, I want the mountain. I want the white mountain. But he's not fireproof. God, that... The they more have I, actual the more giants. I talk, the more I realize I sound I wa- bad. I want the white mountain. <laughs> I wonder... <laughs> petition for the I mountain want, to be white. <laughs> and I wonder, too, like... So say say the Night King or the White Walkers get to King's Landing or they get to wherever Cersei is mm-hmm. who has this mountain. Like, is the mountain technically even alive? Like, no, I he... wonder how that plays. Maybe they could just instantly flip him. I don't know. What's the poison they know? used? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Pycelle says it at some point, but it's it's something. It, it definitely kills him. But uh, what's his nuts uses his uh, studies that he shouldn't have been doing to bring him yeah. back. Manticore venom. He, yeah, that's what it was. He's he's definitely dead. Yeah, he's undead. Or undead, I should he's, say. In in the books, he's Robert Strong, but everybody's like, oh yeah, no, that's 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 the mountain. <laughs> it's the mountain. Like, like we're not. We're not. Yeah, we're not. We're not gonna fool ourselves here. But uh, let's be real. Like, how the now, hell? Other than just straight up lighting him on fire, how do you kill this guy? The like, mountain. He rips, he, dude's freaking head off. Like, I yeah, think he got I think he got the light him on fire for the sure. practice session before that fight where he's just like slaves are showing up and he's just like slamming his sword into them as they're like, like holding think know, about random. it like sandor goes now, up and talks a bunch of shit he's like oh i'll take you brother but i mean what if the show just took a quick turn and was like the Gregor was like screw it and then he just started going at it because i mean that would have ended really quickly <laughs> it was cinematic i liked it it could have been pretty yeah, dark yeah. Been pretty bad but i don't know i'm ready for the click game bowl now i think we have uh we have established um Rob Bullock's going to join us once again for our predictions episode. But since he's not here right now, can we all just say here in our conspiracies episode that our prediction is that Euron Greyjoy just dies <laughs> a great, horrible death because he sucks ass. Yeah, who kills him? I I hope everyone. I hope everyone <laughs> comes together and for the put watch. aside their differences <laughs> to just kill Euron Greyjoy. I've got another unpopular opinion. I swear to God, Casey. He's way better in the book. I'm going to say that. Well, he's a different character way, completely. Way better in the book. Yes. But in the show, they make him a little bit of a tool. Make him a little bit of a douchebag. A lot of bit of a douchebag. But I find him quite entertaining. <laughs> other than other than the whole, uh, I've got Yara, submit to me now. The rest of it, I've fully enjoyed. Euron's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> In the uh, show, I don't, ding ding ding. I, he's, that's no, he's, the correct. He's answer. not good, but uh, I, he, well, he he's well because he's not even. There's not even a, him. There's not even this character in the books, right? It's divided in two characters, from what I've yeah. learned. No, no. Well, Euron Greyjoy uh, is Euron a character. Exists. It's but, split between yeah. him and his uh, younger brother. Euron's yeah. the oldest, but they call him Euron Crow's Eye. He has one red eye and uh, an eye patch, and he's actually way more of a badass. In the book, in the book, he's insanely awesome. They really un. I don't think he's awesome. He's just crazy. No, he's absolutely insane. But I mean, he's a very appealing character. It, it makes you think a lot when you yeah. put him into the show. It's almost <laughs> like they just them? went and hired a guy. Shut up. It's almost like they went and hired a guy. like <laughs> he looks kind of like Theon. Okay, like him as uncle. Um. Yeah. But I won't lie. I mean. When he's run, when he's strutting around the throne room, I'm thinking like I'm watching the Rolling Stones. I'm watching Mick Jagger run around in his leather pants, just 
kind of doing the chicken thing. Okay. I don't know. That's all I'm seeing. It's I get a worst. kick out of it, but uh, Hans, real quick about about forty five seconds ago, you said, "What did I, I? What did I say about Euron? That he's the worst." That's what we're looking for. All right, thank you very much. Oh, uh, <clears throat> just moving on, real quick. I only have one more theory that I wrote down to talk about, and that is um, because we have established we don't think Cersei will have time to give birth. Cersei, no. in her ultimate play for power, sells or trades her baby to the Night King. I actually like that. Hmm. Uh, well, in exchange, it, maybe for passage across the sea. It just makes sense because in the little time we have left, how else can the baby have meaning? Hmm. Right? It's true. If it exists, which I think you guys said. You I think it has to exist. I don't. So my only concern with that is how Cersei <clears throat> doesn't know anything about these White Walkers or even Craster was more of like a true. It's questionable how much he even knew about it. It was more just to keep him safe. And like, how does she, there's no way she's like meeting up with them and bartering or anything. So it's like, I don't get how she would know how or why to do this. Um, yeah. But I don't hate the idea. Cause I think the, the, her being pregnant doesn't make any sense to me. That's why I think that she's just not pregnant. <laughs> yeah. I like the white with the white Walker army already across the wall and with how fast you can freaking move in <laughs> Westeros apparently there's no way we have time for her she's not even showing or anything yet there's no way we have time for her to have a baby and that baby actually do anything yeah um so i agree that maybe that's something they do with it maybe she's just doing this to fuck with Jamie or to try and keep Jamie on her side with the last little string that she can um i don't know i i don't even really know where they're going with it I, uh, it's, it's tough. And we will once again establish, we will try and coalesce our thoughts into some sort of narrative in our predictions episode later this week uh, with Rob. But before we bounce out of here, do you guys have any big theories that have not been touched on that you want to bring to the proverbial table? No, I don't think I have any big theories. I was, what you know, when we started this episode, I was a little concerned. I was like, God, as we were talking, I was like, I don't know how many how we could even possibly have any predictions left after this episode and now i feel like the predictions episode is going to be longer than the conspiracy theory episode there's a lot there's so much we can talk about i got about. i got a lot to say <laughs> i have a prediction slash theory casey yeah, give yeah, it to yeah. us hit us um nothing i've read nothing i've seen barely any context clues nothing more than a callback it's just just what you oh, feel it's what i feel my, yeah i like this i is, feel um i'm not saying good. this is going to happen I'm, i think there's a there's a chance. Now, uh, George R. R. Martin has been approached multiple times uh, in regards to A Song of Ice and Fire about how things were going to go, and he more or less alluded to the idea that everyone's going to die. Everybody's going to be <laughs> dead. Well, we had this stupid comet come up at the end of season one and at the beginning of season two when the dragons mm -hmm. arose. Everybody had all these different reasons as to why that comet arose. Why is the comet blah, blah, blah. Well, I have a feeling that maybe the White Walkers are more or less going to kind of win. They're going to take over everything in uh, Westeros at the very least. And that comet is going to be a callback from the early seasons. And it's actually going to come down and take everything out in uh, the very end. So the White Walkers will take over, but the comet's going to clear everything out. And it, 
it, uh, it's that, gonna dinosaur honestly, them? Yeah, I think it's gonna. I think the White Walkers are gonna sit around. They're gonna be all cold and spooky, and then boom, <laughs> comet, peace. Interesting. That. Oh my God! So many people would hate that. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm just saying. He <laughs> said what he said, and I'm kind of just trying to pull what I can without trying to borrow too many theories that have already been over freaking played. I'm trying to come up with something. Right. I like. I own. like the idea. I I like uh, again jumping onto the to the uh, yeah. I mean, I I think bringing that back is actually pretty good because. The whole comet thing didn't make any sense to me in the first it gives, place. It like, gives it a purpose. That oh, it it's the sign that the dragons are back. As if like dragons being born makes some celestial body just like exactly <laughs> fly past the earth. It gives it a it reason. To I'm sorry, be you part can't try to throw in real world astronomy into a world with magic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. You get don't it. know what Westeros space looks like. Yeah, I don't know. The comet was pretty huge. If that if that if that thing hit what is apparently a smaller planet than Earth, yeah, that 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 sucker's decimated. <laughs> <laughs> well, where's the comet been for five seasons? It, it, it's a good point. It's a good point. Uh, She's making her ASOS. lap back around. I don't know, man. The comet's been in a. But it, it 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 gives it a purpose. That's my thing. So it gives it a reason yeah. to exist. Let me let other than like prophecy. Let me ask you guys about this uh, this book stuff because I don't know. Uh, so there's there's Westeros, yes. There's Essos, and then there's the uh, southern one. What's that one called? Okay. Is there any other continents that we know about, or is that the planet? Australia. <laughs> there's Australia. Australia. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you go like if you go west enough, you start you hit <laughs> you hit the U.S. <laughs> I I I don't know if it's ever established if there's some sort of like. Uh, because even Arya says it in the show, like, what's west of Westeros? I don't know if circumnavigation is a thing that exists. Well, it's a flat Earth, and um, Trump put up the big old ice wall, so yeah, we're good. Yeah. Westeros is all that matters. The rest of it's whatever. No, um, I don't know if there's honestly like a northern area other than the land of always winter is what they call it. Um, but Sothoros and Essos, and Essos is huge, and to the, uh, what is it? The east of that is, um, it's where Melisandre and the red, the Shadowlands, the Shadowlands of Ashai. That's where yeah. that's where it's supposed to be like super, uh, real, yeah, creepy. like witchcraft, like constantly, and that's where the dragons were supposedly originated and whatever else. But uh, and if we're trying to throw geography onto things, I think only in Westeros have we ever seen anything pertaining to snow. So if if this is a globe. We are seeing not half of it, but maybe even only a quarter. That's what I'm talking about. I'm saying when, that's what I said earlier. Like when they, if and when they take over, is everybody else good? Yeah. Who knows? Right. Yeah. Although the only time we've ever really, I guess Winterfell technically always kind of has snow, right? And the North has snow. So that doesn't make any sense that only the White Walkers bring the winter and the snow. But I, I'm, I was just kind of wondering, is there even, is that even a part of this world? Is the climate thing even a thing? Or is it just the existence of these White Walkers that bring that snow and cold and things? And maybe just because they're slumbering a certain distance away is why the North is that way. Because maybe. I don't this know. This is going to sound nerdy, but I'm assuming that Westeros is only Westeros because these people aren't really able to conceive what 
the axis would be on their planet, and Westeros would be more or less more like Northeros, <laughs> and everything Northeros. below that is more like sort of on the equator. So they're just screwing up the direction, which is why it's cold here and it's not cold there. But I sounds mean, like a delicious I'm, breakfast cereal. No I'm grasping at straws at that point. But uh, Tony, the two things that have happened. I've not seen anyone take a single bite out of a scone, and I've not heard you do a voice. How dare you? I did uh, Bane. <laughs> you did Bane? There was even some Freeman in there, maybe? Well, uh, yeah, a little bit of terrible Freeman. I can Honestly, I can never tell if it's Bane or Freeman. <laughs> but I, I kind of want to hear, uh, I want to I pick one character, and I want to hear all three of you try it as a, as a uh, listener oh, request. Dear. Lord. Oh, shit. I would love to hear Jeremy and Hans do anything as they always refuse this, but now we have an outside uh, observer asking for it. You can't say no. You'd break his heart. Yeah. Um, is there please, uh, please. I, I there, there's a character that I always find that when I'm doing the voice for somebody, I always end up mm. turning into. And I'm sure you guys have done this before, but I want to hear all of you do it. <laughs> okay. Hitler. <laughs> nine, nine, nine. I want to hear all of your best Jorah Mormont because I know you hate him. Galizi. Alright, go ahead and roll call. I feel like I only know how we, I only know the word Galizi from Jorah Mormont. Cool. Galizi. Well, Galizi. I've got the skin on me and it's bad. What are you doing? <laughs> All right, Jeremy, you're up. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of something else he said. <laughs> give me a line. Yeah, give um, me a line. That's a what Jorah we'll do. line. Let's see. Uh, uh, I pledge my sword. Khaleesi. Khaleesi, I pledge my sword <laughs> for now and ever. Khaleesi, I pledge my sword now and forever. <laughs> it's a little bit. It's a little Batman. <laughs> I'm the Batman. It's a, it's a Batman. I'm a, Alright, uh, you're up. You're the Batman. Batman. <laughs> oh dear lord. Uh, I only know how to do Khaleesi, <laughs> which is again just Batman. I feel like it's probably a little more like uh, European than that. You okay? Like, if if you don't want to do that, then you can give me your best Varus. Ooh, I'd love to hear that. Varus. Yeah, let's hear it. Me. I feel like he does that me sound. <laughs> He's got sort of a sassy voice. <laughs> he's got, he's <laughs> that was like, I'm a sad. southern. That, that, was, that, that, almost, that almost sounded like he was from Georgia. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Georgia man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, 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 you can. I'll give you, I'll give you a Varus. You. I'll give you a Varus here real quick. It's no, Hans, you can you can you can pick whatever character. You don't have to do Jorah. Oh, I don't. He's giving you free reign. I'm I'm so bad. I don't have any reign. <laughs> oh, Hans, no, no, no. You gotta here. <laughs> hold on. Got, you remember him. that? You remember yeah. that character? He was in season three. He 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 didn't say very much. I think he just had like one or two lines. But he had this very like strong, uh, very very strong Eastern Asian <laughs> kind of vibe to him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are, are you talking about that guy? That guy that goes, "Oh, he's a second. He's a second. I'm drawing a blank. Yes. How am I missing this? Zipungi. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just a, a 
<laughs> you must have missed that episode. It was a good one. You should go back. No, and watch I doubt it. it. I feel like you guys are doing something more offensive. Letting on. <laughs> it's just it's Hans's only voice. Okay. <laughs> is it hentai? It's a hentai voice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's big into hentai. <laughs> oh. Well, <laughs> this immediately got worse. Oh. <laughs> not only am I racist, now I'm only into hentai. <laughs> <laughs> don't say no, now no, can, like it's a new you, thing you, you can do a voice of the mountain I'll be happy with that the, yeah I'll do the mountain hang on good job nicely done <laughs> Jeremy got you gotta satisfy the other half of, of Casey's requests here tell me about your cherry almond scone oh god I'm gonna hear about this cherry almond scone so here's the thing about cherries uh, I mean we have gone so long in I this don't episode, really actually. I think we have to cut it like right like here, when they put like right a seed now, in them unfortunately because then you can like um, bite and hurt thank yourself. you so much Casey for but, joining uh, us for this we will be back good. later in the week for our official predictions for season eight ahead of the actual drop on Sunday you like, can catch I'm us at thronesandscones.com for the links to all of our things um our upcoming porn related projects eventually will be Dropping salt there. on top, I think. Are but, you down with GOT? Was, yeah, you, you know, know me. me. You guys are fucking assholes, and you all can burn in hell.